Welcome back, you guys. You are listening to the Shmi Podcast. I am your host, Sam Pelissero, at Sam Pelissero on Instagram and at Shmi Podcast. Today, I am joined by the one, the only... Matt Ross. Hey! For those who don't know who Matt is, Matt is basically one of my brothers since we grew up together. He is Ryan's brother, Ryan, the co-creator of Shmi. He's Ryan's younger brother, and Kevin, who played the alien in episode 15, the Area 51 special, is the youngest brother. So it goes Ryan, it goes Matt, it goes Kevin, and then adopted gay son gets thrown in there, me. <laughs> yeah, so I was basically like the behind the scenes. I wasn't really in the videos, but... Yeah, which is so, yeah. So that's why I'm really excited to do this episode with you, because you're right, growing up, you were our go-to cameraman or our props guy, um, and... I want to apologize because when you did make a cameo, most of the time it was me ripping on you, pushing you into the walls, um, throwing you into a box. And For whoever did not see the music video that we made, I actually was the clown that Sam threw down the stairs. Oh, so. wait. That's that's right. Yeah. For some reason, the entire time since then, I thought that was Anne. No, that was you. you literally threw me down. I'm pretty sure I had some bruises the next morning, but uh, we're not going to get into that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, Matt, tell the audience exactly how we know each other. And your first, if someone said San Pelicero, like your first memory. So we know each other because we are technically called those quote unquote army brats. Yes. So we met at um, McGill Circle, which is... A military base. It's technically off base, but it's where a lot of military families live. Which was, unfortunately. Yes. Now, if you go there, it literally looks like it's like Halloween Town Part 2. Yeah, Ryan. <laughs> yeah. Yes. It's literally. Oh, my God. Yeah. So we met there. Um, <laughs> we just talked about it, actually. I was seven years old when we met. Yeah. So yeah. I really don't remember the first time we actually met, but I just do remember hearing the stories of how sam was so mean to ryan growing up guys it, i mean you guys know because yeah, you guys all too. know that so <laughs> that's really the only reason i knew him but the first occurrence we probably had was honestly just like seeing you behind camera just like doing the most probably no you mean in front of camera yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah in yeah, front yeah, of camera yeah, literally yeah, just yeah, doing yeah, the yeah, absolute yeah. most uh -huh, that was probably uh -huh. it and i was just standing there so confused with kevin probably Always. playing bakugan or like pokemon or something like that Baku waha I don't know. It's 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 something Kevin used to love when he was younger. I was like, well, I've never I've yeah. never heard of that. But yeah, that's and then we were just talking about a story. It's so Sam did this video one time. It was called the Pepsi versus Coke Challenge. And this was Ryan and I's first attempt to go viral. We thought this is gonna make us go off. So I remember we were on the side of our house. Oh, it was two thousand and eight, don't yeah, forget. 2008. Two thousand eight. And uh Sam had two little plastic cups and <laughs> One was supposed to be Pepsi, one was supposed to be Coke. And I remember he kept giving it to all of us. And he's like, all right, well, guess mm -hmm. which one's Pepsi mm -hmm. and Coke. And I remember tasting it thinking like, mm, like, oh, definitely Pepsi. And this one, definitely Coke. And then at the end, I just remember Sam being like, they're both Coke. Yeah, 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 and then yeah, I was yeah. just like, oh. <laughs> but Kevin knew, he's like somehow knew the whole time that they were both the same. Yeah. And then in the end of the video, you see him running behind me going, I knew the whole time. Yeah, probably. Time. And that was probably the last thing Kevin needed. Sorry at that point. but uh, <laughs> No shade. Yeah. So my first memory of you that comes to mind, it was, you're going to crack up. Because it's really fucking funny knowing me now. And you're like, Sam, that would never. <laughs> so it was when I was going through my skater phase. Oh, God. You see, already, already. Was that, 
So you also were trying to go through not the skater phase in the fashion, but just you wanted to be like Ed, like not you want to be like cool, like no, yeah, yeah, bro, like I want to skateboard. Yeah. So <laughs> so you had like a Toys R Us skateboard. So let's like preface oh the story. I had an actual skateboard because it this was the summer of seventh grade going into eighth grade, and I remember you. And I were just going around the circle on our skateboards. And you, we, we, got, we ended up back at your house. And you're like, oh, Sam, do you want to come inside? Like, let's grab a snack. And we'll go back out. I was like, yeah, sure, whatever. So I walked in. And so this is really funny. Is This is after Ryan and I became like became friends after, after we, the whole feud after the whole feud after your dad forced us to hug it out <laughs> so your dad knew who i was but thing is in that summer i grew out my hair to be all skater i changed my clothes you're probably wearing aeropostale no but i wasn't i was wearing spitfire the dc <laughs> shoes like i would make my mom go to pakistan and get me clothes <laughs> and i also was wearing contacts so i looked so different than that nerdy sam harry I potter style i have an exact yeah. <laughs> picture in my head like to a t yes yes and so keep that in mind Shot necklace no that's no, probably after that phase. that was after yeah, yeah yeah that was after the skater phase and so we walk into your house and we're going through the pantry and your dad i guess was in the living room and he like gets up and he sees you he's like hey matt and then he looks at me he goes who's this and then i was like <laughs> i was like uh Mr. Ross, it's Sam. He goes, Sam who? And I was like, Sam Pelissero. So, so it was probably his, it was probably like an extreme home makeover. Oh, like one hundred percent. And like, and like your dad did not know who I was, and he just it like went over his head. He was like, oh okay, and he walked away. And like you and I got like our freaking nutter butters or something, and, and like we went back outside. But I'll never forget that. And I've talked to your dad about it too, and he laughs. He goes, Sam, I literally was probably always picturing the nerdy Sam who I knew for a year at that point, and not expecting. Yeah, and it's so funny because all that stuff I don't even remember. It's like you don't. I mean, because you know, I mean, everyone carries yeah. memories different. Yeah, and there's probably in that moment. I was probably scared because now I was friends with the Rosses and not like the little kid who was fucking beating you guys up. (laughs) And so in that moment, I remember being afraid of what is Mr. Ross's reaction going to be to me now? Like, oh, so you're cool with all my sons now? But because he didn't even know who I was anymore, I was like, oh, okay, whatever. That's funny. Uh So, yeah, so that was how Matt and I know each other. The original idea that Matt and I had for the podcast today, guys, w- was another Uber-themed episode because that's what started the podcast all the way back in episode one. And Matt and I, for two years, both d- drove for Uber and and had you know stories to share. And pre-COVID, this was probably like back in the fall, I think. Yeah, it was a while. Maybe ago. maybe the end of the summer. Our original cool idea was you and I were both going to drive Uber for a night. See who could make the most money and also see who could get a really good story. Mm-hmm. And then obviously that obviously never happened. And Matt and I no longer drive for Uber because we're grown now. <laughs> I have it. I have it. I actually checked today and I'm just like, well, why would you? Why, no, why, no, no, no. Exactly. Yeah, why would you I mean, risk? Right now I don't need to. Yeah. But the thing was, um, I went on to the Uber app just to see honestly how long I've been Ubering for because I didn't even know. Oh, really? So it's been a total of three years now. Yeah, because you started before me. Yeah. I remember I went to you and asked, how is it? And you're like, oh, it's great. I just love the convenience. It's, it's so convenient. So convenient. Especially in a time of need. Like if you, I mean, the way I used to do it. Yeah. Which probably wasn't what most people do. What? What? It would be like, I would Uber 
a Friday night and spend it at the bar on Saturday. Like, that <laughs> but was, no, but, that, but that's who you were. Yeah, then. yeah, yeah. Exactly. You know, I was so, doing it because I was like, I'm not making enough money at work. Yeah, you're still living at home, so it didn't really matter. Exactly. Uh, but so that wasn't so that idea is not gonna happen because also even if Matt and I had the time, we're not gonna drive during COVID. I'm not gonna have yeah. some dirty ass people getting into my car and getting me sick. Absolutely not. Yeah, it's not exactly. happening. Yeah, it's not happening. But that doesn't stop us from sharing some good stories. Because I have two Uber stories that I've never shared on the podcast. And I've just all kept, kept them in my arsenal for the appropriate time. And I feel like, you know, <laughs> today is the time. So I'll start. And we can go back and forth. I don't know how many you have. I have only like two. Solid ones. Solid. I don't know yeah. if they'll be as solid as yours, but. Yeah, you just go first. Okay. So this one was actually the last time that I ever Ubered. Probably I would say, hmm, maybe September last year. Because where Matt and I live, by the way, in New Jersey, it's like the best place. Because we're around the college bars and all of the Jersey Shore bars. So we make banks so easily. Yeah. So that's why Matt Super and I- hectic. But Literally any day. Any any day, any hour. Yeah, you're making, you're making at least $100- a day if you do it for like six hours. Mm-hmm. So this was towards the it was it was towards the end of the th- uh, the summer the summer, and I always was lucky and I always praised myself for being very lucky with always getting really entertaining rides and just normal people. Which honestly makes the night go so much quicker. So much quicker. So I feel like this story was the universe's way of saying, Sam, you got a nice raise at work. You do not need this shit anymore. And we're going to make sure you don't do this shit anymore <laughs> by giving you the most bizarre ride. So I went um, onto the app and the very first ride came up was someone over at the train station. And I was like, oh, I never pick up. I've never before picked up anyone from the train station. And picking up someone from a train station is like Russian roulette. Oh, yeah. Because you could either get someone who's coming back from vacation and they are just they need a ride home from the 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 train station or uh you could get um what i got was um a stripper and a drug addict who (laughs) were on their way to work or or maybe some degenerates that went to the city for the day and they came back and 100 percent. so it's literally russian roulette because versus the all the other rides i had well over 200 rides were all just people literally me going to their home picking them up dropping them off at the bar and the reverse Mm -hmm. so the girl gets into my car She's nice. She has a suitcase. And I'm assuming, I was like, oh, she's coming back from maybe she stayed at her friend's house or on vacation, whatever. And what I hate about Uber is it tells you the address. But if it's going to like a location, i.e. a bar or a strip club, it doesn't tell you that. Mm -hmm. It just tells you the address. So as a local, if it said centerfold, I would have known to prepare myself for what was coming, but it didn't do that. So we start driving and then all of a sudden, ding, ding, a pool. So I pick up someone else. Which are so awkward, by the way. So guys, if you ever want to know what it feels like to be awkward, that. Yeah. Because not only do you feel like, okay, now I definitely can't even start a conversation with either of That's these That's when people. I just put the music on yes. and I like just drive yes. and then hopefully they don't tap me and I have to start a conversation. Not only that, but you hope that even they don't converse. Yeah. Because every time that I did have a pool, it would either go two ways. One, they wouldn't speak to each other. Or two, they would get into the craziest conversation. Like one time, the this girl, probably around our age, was in the pool with an older woman and they shared like vagina waxing tips 
like who like who's who's like uh like spa and then location. they're like sam so what do you think yeah, about no, it no i know i'm like i'm gay i'm really gay like after this conversation i'm really gay and so i was driving along and i picked up this other guy and this guy gets in and he's a little off but i just kind of let it be and he's of course sits in the back seat too and she's on the phone, by the way. She has her, her headphones in. She's talking, and he's trying to talk to her, and she keeps going, I'm sorry, I'm on the phone. I'm sorry, I'm on the phone. And I so badly was fighting, just her, turning around and being like, dude, she's on the phone. Yeah. But I was like, I don't want to do that. So it's probably about, I would say, about like 10 minutes, 10 minutes into the ride. And mind you, I can see that I'm dropping her off first. And so we're about 10 minutes away from her location, 10 minutes into the ride. And they start talking because I guess she gets off the phone and he's just shooting the shit. And he's like, oh, like, you look really nice tonight. Like, you going somewhere? And she's like, yeah, I'm just going to work. And, you know, I'm like, whatever. And I'm just minding my business. And then all of a sudden it hits me when she starts talking about I live up north, but the club I work at is down here. I'm like, she bartends because I'm like I'm so yeah. I'm so naive to these kind of things. But if she's a bartender, she's not staying in that club. No, she's- it's a, exactly, exactly. And so then I start to think about okay, so she is going to work, but she brought a suitcase. I'm like, and she works at a bar. <laughs> I was like, what? Like, what is it? Like, what are the stories? I know, I know. And then all of a sudden, I think it hit me and the guy at the same time, because then all of a sudden it went. Wheel! That's her strip outfit in the in the in the the, the suitcase. Yeah. And then he goes, oh, so where do you work? And she goes, Centerfolds. And I go, oh my god, she's a stripper. That's really funny. I'm like, this will be a really funny story. So we get. So he keeps asking her all these questions, all these questions um about her job and it's so because he's, he's being so creepy about it mm-hmm. so then we get to centerfolds and this is where i was like i'm out abort this mission i gotta go i'm deleting the app take the money i earned from this ride i don't care so we get to the to get to centerfolds and she immediately just gets out and then she closes the door and he goes can we uh change my location and i said yeah yeah like where do you want to go he goes the bank and I was like, oh, my God, he wants to go and get no. money to then have me drop him back off. And I because I could feel that that girl felt uncomfortable and I was protecting her. I said, yeah, here's what you're going to do. You you have to get physically out of my car. I, I was so smart about this. I fucking G the shit out of this guy. I said you because he was having trouble changing the location. I said, I need you to cancel the ride. You have to physically get out of my car and then call the ride and, and then, and then re-request the ride and then I'll be able to accept it and then you can come back and, and I'll bring it to the bank. Fuck. He got out of my car. I locked my doors and I was out of there. <laughs> I was done. I was out of there. Uh, I didn't like peel out, peel out, but like in a Sam Pell sure. fashion, uh, but I was like, yeah. <laughs> not to cause a scene and i was and i never wow. i've never been on uber since wow. but i felt good knowing that i totally had that girl's back and he probably ended up going in there anyway without any singles so yeah. i don't know who the fuck knows but yeah so that so that's that's the last uber story i've ever had that's definitely the icing on the cake like the cherry on top <laughs> i know and i remember i came home and i was like wow that's a wrap <laughs> go you go so mine so this is the one that I thought about right when I thought of an Uber story. Mm-hmm. So it was a weekend. Um, it was about like 2.30 at night. It was going to be like my last one. 
Oh, like, oh, of the night. Like, I was yeah. just like getting ride, ride, One ride, of those, ride. Yeah. So I was like, mm-hmm. all right, I might as well stay out here. Mm-hmm. So I'm in Long Branch. Mm. I'm kind of actually no, I'm, yeah, I'm in Long Branch, and I pick up this ride. So right when I drive up to the house, though, I see this white van, and I see this bigger girl. Okay laying literally on the hood of the car like this just laying there on the van yeah so i'm so right when i drive up i'm like <laughs> like here we go so i go up to that and obviously i'm not going to talk to her because i can tell she's like incompetent <laughs> wait so, no, wait that was the girl you had so she's laying there <laughs> so i go up and this guy walks out and he's oh, standing no. there and he's like oh are you here for let's say it's like janine i was like yeah he puts her in the car and he closes oh, the door. But I look at him and I'm like, you're not coming? And he's like, no, like she's going. And I was like, no, 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 no. I was like, it's either you get in the car with her or I'm not driving her. Because I'm not. I'm was not, she basically unconscious? Basically unconscious. I'm not, I'm not going to be put no in that situation. No way. And number two, if she throws up in the car, I'm not cleaning it up. You are. Yeah, exactly. So I'm like, yeah, so you have to get in the car. And he's like, okay. But he's like, if I come, like, can you drop me back off and I'll just give you cash? And I was like, yeah, that's fine. So meanwhile, we are going from like Long Branch to like the Highlands. That's a fucking 30 minute drive. So I'm like, all right, here we go. But honestly, I was like, it's probably gonna be good money. So let's just do it. So I get in the car and we start driving. They're both in the back seat. As I'm driving, I literally hear this girl like dry heaving in the back. No. Like, just like, <sighs> and I'm literally like looking over my shoulder, like what is about to go on right oh, now? Oh no. So he keeps telling her the whole time, like, just breathe. Just breathe. Oh and I'm like, oh do you understand God. that? Number one, that's not going to do shit. <laughs> no, and number two, she probably doesn't even know what breathing is right now. <laughs> so she's literally in the back. And I'm just driving. I'm driving. And then I hear. No, 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 no. And I was like, no way. I'm right in front of. I'm like close to Donovan's Reef. And I'm driving. And I hear that. And I'm like, shit. You're like, only at Donovan's. So oh, I no. literally am driving. And I hear the throw up. And I'm like, all right, here we go. So I pull over right in front of Donovan's. He's outside of the car. He pulls her outside of the car. So she's literally like like hands on knees, just throwing up. He's just standing there. While we're doing this, cars are driving by beeping. Of like, course screaming, they like, are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I was like concerned for her well-being, but I was also just concerned that like a cop car was going to come by and just see a car here with a girl throwing out. Throwing I mean, up totally, outside. absolutely. And obviously I wouldn't get in trouble. No, I'm an Uber driver. but it's just the whole situation. Yeah. So she's doing that, and I'm at the point where I'm like, I already have throw up in my car, and I'm not that far away. Like, I just got to help her out and get her home because if they are going to call another Uber, God knows how long oh, it's going to be. And I'm true. like, I don't want her just standing out here. So I was like, okay. So she gets back in the car. We're driving there. Meanwhile, the entire time we're driving from Donovan's, just think about smelling yeah. sweat yeah. and throw up uh, in a mixture. So I literally have all the windows down, <laughs> and I'm driving, and it's literally just like an aroma. Like, so, no, literally the whole time I'm like, <laughs> literally had my, my shirt over my nose and we're driving there. Finally, we get to the girl's house. What do you think she does? She's sitting in the back seat right behind the driver's seat. She reaches over and like touches my shoulders and goes, thank you for dropping me off. And I literally look back and I go, yeah, don't touch me. <laughs> Because number one, like you, you just threw up in yeah, your, like, I, don't, I don't want yeah, that. Ew, do not touch So <laughs> he brings her back in and he comes back out and we don't, all right. I don't know if she like 
didn't go grocery shopping, but she didn't have any paper towels, didn't have like anything. And I'm like, well, I need to clean this up. How bad was it? It was literally like in the crease of the window and then in the little I cup holder. Fucking hate Which is that. the worst thing yeah. in the crease because oh. like I can't really clean that. No. So he gets back in the car. He's literally talking to me the whole time. And he's like, oh, dude. Oh, because you have to drop him yeah. back Yeah, and off. he's like, dude, I'm so sorry. And I'm like, it's okay, but like I'm going to report this to Uber. 100%. And, and he's like, oh, 100%. He's like, report it to Uber. He's like, it's on my account, but whatever you're charged, I'm just going to have – um, her pay it. I'm like, okay. So we're driving back. It's whatever. We're listening to music. We finally get to Long Branch. He gets out and he gets disinfectant wipes and he hands them to me. And I'm like, okay. So he's, um, both of us are just cleaning the car and he looks at me at the end and he gives me the, the cash and I sit in my car and, I, and I'm about to close my driver's seat and he looks at me and he goes, and meanwhile, the whole way we were there, he was obviously throwing some like flirtatious vibes the whole time to you to me but i was to you? but i was literally just like oh, wait like, wait just throwing it out. wait so i'm sitting in the driver's seat and he's just standing outside and i'm at the point where i'm like all right this is so awkward like we're not talking like what's going 3 on 3 a.m and he looks at me and he goes so is that all like is that all you need or do you want anything else and i go oh no like i'm fine like have a good night and close the door and i'm thinking to myself he wanted to suck you off but i'm literally thinking like what the fuck like literally that like i wasn't even gonna take the ride but i was like let me just take the last ride and after that ride number yeah. one i had throw up in my car so i'm like i'm done forever. and literally i was thinking like maybe i should just delete it maybe i should yeah yeah, yeah and yeah oh. and then after that i went home and i actually got like 150 dollars like from uber for that oh yeah yeah, cleaning yeah, charge. yeah 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 uh-huh. but honestly like should I have gotten 150? No, because I literally like cleaned it in two but seconds. It's, it's but the I was like, principle, okay, honestly. Like, I don't have to Uber tomorrow now. Yeah. 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 So. Oh my God. I can't believe I've never heard that story yeah. before. Oh, meanwhile, she drove to Bar A. So the whole time I'm thinking, you drove to Bar A. With so the you int- probably shouldn't have drank. No. And you're literally blacked out yeah, yeah. throwing up. Dumbass. And she lives in. The all the way, so she had to go all the way back to get her car the next morning, and I'm like, "That's fucking crazy." Priorities. and that's like a 45 minute drive from the Highlands yeah. to get all the way to Barre. So I was just like, hashtag oh. stupid. Like, <laughs> but yeah, holy crap! I'm so happy that you just heard that story. Yeah, that was right, that's a right good when you said one. Uber story. I was like, this one I definitely got to tell. When what what year was that? Do you remember? Definitely last year. Oh, it was last. Yeah, year. it was definitely last year. I don't remember the time, but it, I remember it was just super late, and I was just like. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. That is so funny. I used to hate when I would accept the last ride. There wouldn't be a problem with the ride, but it would always be somewhere so far that my plan of I'll do one ride. I'm sure it'll be like 10 minutes out of the way. And it'll, it'll always be like, oh, we're going 40 minutes away. I'm like, God damn. Yeah, it. like one time it was 2.15 and I get a ride from Bar A to Rutgers. Oh, you did tell me about and that. And I literally was like. We were actually texting about that one time. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, what? Like. Like, I'm not the type of person where if you get in my car and it's long, yeah. I, I, like, I would never be like, I'm sorry, I'm not going to take it, get out. Because one time I went from Spring Lake to Manhattan, worst worst thing ever. Literally, I went there and I made a lot of money. Coming back was bumper to bumper traffic. And I'm like, I'm literally just like yeah, 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 wasting yeah, yeah. money right uh-huh, now. Uh-huh. So. Wow. Well, yeah. um, so the point is, guys, don't drive for Uber. <laughs> drive for Uber, but no where you're driving yes like the area yes and the time yes like, because that is true and again we are very blessed matt and i have, are live live in a very great area with great people to drive around it's always going to be just kids just wanting to go out and having fun yeah and, and maybe djs you know yeah hit or miss but i always got the best people from djs always <sighs> always um but before 
I forget. I need to share my other story because it's something that I think is insane and weird. And not a lot of people even know about this story in general in my life, let alone the podcast. So this was the year of 2018 going into 2019 New Year's Eve. I'm driving for Uber. And it was one of the very first rides I had of the night. And it was locally. I turned it on here and I went all the way to Tenton Falls and I picked up a guy at his apartment. And it was odd because he sat in the passenger seat. And I think that's so weird. No, honestly. It's so weird. When they get in the passenger seat, you're like, fuck. This conversation's about to like. It's like because you can't ignore them. They're literally next to you. So he gets in and he's our age. And I got this. I just got a gay vibe. I got that because you know me and energy mm-hmm. and the energy immediately just came. And I thought, oh, my God, I think this guy is like vibing on me. But we didn't really say much. We like shot the shit. He told me he had just moved uh, into that apartment from uh, Howell Jackson area. Mm-hmm. And um, ironically enough, um, he was a gym teacher and whatever (laughs) okay listen um and so also they don't know like the other half of the segments yet so they're gonna be like oh this makes sense later on and it's actually is weird this ties in so whatever i drop him off at at his friend's house again it's like nine o'clock that's it a year goes by whatever and it's funny because every now and then i do think i'll look back and i think to myself or i thought uh, to myself that guy, I think that guy was crushing. Like, I should have been like, oh, hey, you just moved here. Do you want to be, want to hang out and be friends? Yeah. Well, I guess the universe heard my thoughts because I'm on Bumble. And Bumble probably about, I would say actually it was eight months later, probably more than that. And all of a sudden I match with this guy. He's like super cute and like super just your average boy next door, guy next door. I keep saying boy. And uh, we're talking and before we like meet up, because he's like, you want to meet up for a drink sometime? I was like, sure. He goes, I just want you to know, like, one, like, I'm bi. I'm like, okay, I don't care. And two, he's like, I've never been with a guy. So, like, if this goes anywhere, like, you'll be my first experience. I'm like, I also don't care. Like, it's fine with me. If anything, that's better because I know there isn't going to be, like, like, <laughs> like a list of things yeah. I have to worry about and guys have to worry about. So, we meet up. And the entire time we're hanging out, I'm thinking to myself, I feel like, I feel like I know you. Like, you just look familiar to me and i don't know what it is and so we hang out one time and then i think it just wasn't he wasn't ready for that yet so i but the thing is like we would talk on snapchat all the time and but he would never add me on instagram he would never add me on facebook he would never let me have his phone number because he was so afraid of any of his guy friends finding out that he like guys i'm like dude first of all you told me your favorite show is Friends. They know you're gay. <laughs> so we'll start with that. And uh, yeah, so but again, I, I, I couldn't like have any sort of ill feelings towards him because of that. Because like, he just wasn't ready. I, yeah. I've been there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then months and months go by. And then he hits me up again. He's like, hey, what are you doing? I want to hang out tonight. And I was like, okay, sure. Let's go hang out. He goes, you can come to my place if you want. And I said, sure. The moment I pull up to his place, I realize, oh my God, this is that guy that I picked up on New Year's Eve last year. I, this is his apartment. That's crazy. And he told me where, I, like, and so then I, we get inside. And the moment I get inside, I said, dude, I know you. He goes, what do you mean? I said, did you take an Uber on New Year's Eve? 
to your friend's house right after you moved in here? He goes, yeah. I said, I was your driver. And he looks at me. He goes, no. He goes, no, 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 no. There's no way. There's no way. I said, I was your driver. <laughs> so this is fate. And I said, I think, I said, no offense, about me, but I think we're meant to be together. I just like said it like, I just thought I said that. I was like, I think like, you know, the stars are aligning right yeah. now. Cause I was fucking with him so hard. Cause I could tell he still wasn't ready to like be with a guy. So I was like, I'll just keep fucking with mm-hmm. this head, you know? And so then he goes again, he goes, my friends don't know that I'm like, that I like guys and like whatever, whatever. And I turn around and he, on his door, he has like the little friends frame, you know how they have that? I was like, your friends know you're gay. Yeah. I was like, you have like the friends memorabilia <laughs> in your apartment. Like you have like Ross and Rachel shit. Like That's they know. So funny. And yeah. And then I haven't seen him since that day, but every now and then he does hit me up and he wants to hang out. And I keep saying, dude, I can't keep hanging out with you because. Like recently? Recently. And I, cause I had a very honest conversation. I said, listen, I said, you are a really great guy. I said, you're a really great guy. And I do enjoy when we hang out. And because I catch feelings and I said, I can't just keep hanging out with you because hoping one day, maybe you'll be like, you know what, Sam, I do want to try to seriously date you. But isn't that so crazy though? That's just ironic. Everything about it is so ironic. I want to know if maybe he didn't know who you were and just kind of like was hoping that you didn't bring it up. Maybe. Because even to this day, like the other day he hit me up on Snapchat and I said, no, I said, no, I said, I'm not entertaining this conversation. He was like, why Sam? Why? I said, because you won't own up to things, you know? And and then I keep fucking fucking with him and I said, but you know, like I was your Uber driver, so it is fate. And he will shut up. You know what I'm talking about. So yeah. So I mean, if you guys do want to drive for Uber, maybe, um, uh, you're the man of your dreams. It will be in one of your uh yeah. rides. So and you maybe don't it'll know. be a maybe it'll be a COVID date. You know, <laughs> ain't no six feet in that car. Yeah. Well, let's take a quick break, and we will be right back. Today's episode of Shmi is sponsored by Anchor. Anchor.fm to be more specific. If you guys have not heard about Anchor, let me explain. First of all, it is the easiest way to make a podcast, and it is. Free, F-R-E-E, free. Prior to me moving the home base of Shmi to Anchor, I was paying more than $20 a month for a different service to send out the podcast to you guys, and I was not seeing anything in return. I was literally being robbed. So with Anchor, unlike myself, who has thousands of dollars in equipment to record the podcast, you don't need any of that. All you need is a phone or a computer because there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit. Edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more places. And you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. The other services I was using were expecting 10,000 people to listen to an episode for me to get like three bucks. That is not the case with Anchor. You could have just your mom listen to your podcast and you can make some money if she listens a lot over and over again. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And now back to the episode. And we are back. Matt, go ahead and share your last Uber story of the day. All right, so this was probably about two years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I pick up these two men. Um, <laughs> definitely, like, look like they're, like, uh, NFL linemen. Oh, wait, well, they're, like, jacks. Probably pushing, like, 300 pounds. Holy shit. And I have a small car, so <laughs> when, like, a lot of weight is in my back seat, I'm driving, and it literally feels like I'm going uphill sometimes. No way. I swear to God. 
So who are you? What? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Just don't get a Nissan Sentra, I guess. <laughs> um, this so, episode is not sponsored yeah. by Nissan. <laughs> so they get in the back of the car. I forget where I picked them up, but I know that one of them was like very intoxicated. The other one was kind of just like, get me home. I'm like, didn't have a good night. So they're in the back seat and I'm driving. And again, like the previous story, I hear like a, and I'm thinking if this man throws up and he gets out the car and like falls, like there's no way that he's getting back in the car. No fucking way. Now (laughs) he throws up. Doesn't get any in my car because he opened up the car while I was driving. Night, no, okay, God, responsible. I was, I, but I was driving, so I was going like 15 miles per hour. While and, he's throwing up. Well, no, he opened it up. So thank God I wasn't going like on the on the parkway. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So right when I hear the door open, I pull over and he, he gets out okay. and he's on all fours on the grass. He's like throwing up. And his friend's just looking at me like, I'm sorry. I'm yeah, like, it yeah. is what it is. He didn't get in my car, so it's fine. Was this before or after the last story? I think before. Okay. Yeah, okay. this was probably like two years ago. Okay. And uh, so he's thrown up there, but he's like a, like a corpse. He's literally just like standing there, like can't move, has no strength. And his friend's like, we got to get him back in the car. Oh, no. And I'm like looking at his friend like. <laughs> the guy's you, 300 yeah, pounds. Yeah, like, do you know who you're talking to? Like what Like what would you want me to do? Yeah, get yeah, a forklift? Yeah. Because yeah. if you want, I could do that. So he's literally laying there. His friend's like, well, let's try. And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay. So he's like, grab his arm and like do the whole like put your head under his arm and we'll both try to pick him up. And I'm like, okay. Oh my God. So both of us do that. And it honestly was easier than I thought. Okay. So we both, we both put our head under, we pick him up and we literally have to like push his head down to like get him in the car. So we're literally like trying to like manhandle this man and get him in the back of my car. Finally, he gets in the car uh-huh. and uh, we drive, it's probably like five minutes left. And he's literally just out cold. So we get there and his friend's like, I'm sorry. And I'm like, don't worry about it. It's all all good. (laughs) And we literally have to like pull this man out. And then he just sits on the side of the road. And then I was like, all right, I'm going to go. He's like, yeah, don't worry about it. I'll just have one of my friends bring him in. I'm like, okay. Uh And then that was it. And that was it. And honestly, I was kind of hoping after that there was a little bit of throw up that I could just take a picture of. Oh, yes. But literally I looked and there was nothing. Did they even tip you something? I don't remember. Probably, but I just remember like there was just like a lot of spit, but it wasn't throw. Uh, so I couldn't really take a picture. I would have. I would have fucking time, made no, throw. One time, one time I literally like took a picture of like, it was like saliva and I took a picture of it and I sent it to Uber and they were kind of just like, yeah, nah. That's shit. Which be. honestly, like I didn't expect them to really. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I was just like, okay, probably the end of the night. <laughs> borderline deleting the app, but. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you... You're cursed with throw up in yeah, your car. No, definitely. So, I mean, if it's a little bit, you know, do whatever you want. But if it's a lot of throw up and I have to actually. That's fuck. I mean, that's the first story is crazy. Yeah. So. Well, um, let's move on. <laughs> so the second segments of this episode are buckle up, guys. You're going to be like, what, Sam? Like you? I'm so confused. <laughs> what? Uh, so for those who don't know, Matt is a physical education teacher, certified the whole nine yards, and I thought it'd be fun to do some segments with the fitness theme. And I wore my Jets shirt that Matt gave me years ago. He gave me three of these because he used to work for the Jets in the summer summertime. Still do. You still do? Yeah, yeah, I still do. You doing it this uh, summer? 
I told them I would. I just said if my schedule depends. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, oh, yeah, because it would be on the weekends anyways, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, and so I thought I would go for, like, that bro look to fit in with Matt's bro look. Um, not really believable, but, you know, <laughs> I still look, like, suspect in this. So when I was researching, you know, what's, like, a fun shmi angle that we can do for physical education? Because it actually is something that's, like, super important to both of us. And... I was Googling, okay, I'll find out, I'll think of a game that's like taking those really horrible games that you had to play in PE in elementary school. But so as I'm going through the games, I, I realize, oh my God, PE for me was very traumatic as a closeted gay kid. So I have a list and you're going to crack up, but I have a reason why every single why every single PE game in elementary school is the worst case scenario for a closeted gay child. Yeah, okay. I Ready for this? Can't wait for this? Dodgeball was a gay kid's nightmare because whether they knew you were gay or not, of course you were different and unique. And what do the jocks do who have all that force behind the ball? They attack the kid who's different. And that was always me. And it would always piss me off because I was always out first. Which is definitely good for you because dodgeball is not a thing that we teach anymore. So. Exactly. Because bullying sucks. Uh, flag football was terrible for me because even though I enjoyed the cardio, the second I would try to grab the flag that was anywhere near the guy's crotch or his butt, I would then obviously accidentally, um, what what's the word? Not scrape it. Um, like, like hit it or swipe it. Swipe. Yeah. I would swipe their butt or their crotch. And like, Sam's gay. He touched my dick. He touched my butt. I'm like, oh my God, it's flag football. Which you can also play now because... Now the kids have to have it on the sides. Like, well, like well, the, well, they would, well, but, yeah, but, but you know, like things like they run, yeah, shift. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so that was also a gay kid's nightmare. Then scooter boards. Goodbye, um, all your phalanges, because your fingers are gone, <laughs> your ankles are gone, your toes are gone. That's just a nightmare for yeah. everyone. But then the parachute. I thought, okay, that was a gay kid's nightmare. Want to know why? Because when everyone goes under the big old parachute that you all hold on to, what happens? Oh, Sam trying to kiss me under the parachute. <laughs> so I realized that every single game you had to play is a gay kid's nightmare. And it's terrible. And it, But it makes me feel good that since the 90s, a lot of those games are canceled. <laughs> yeah. They don't play them no more. It's definitely different now. And knowing that you are going to be kids PE teacher and that they are in good hands. So I'm very, I feel very good that people like you are in the world now. Thank you for that. That get it. And I also think it's funny because I used to always have a crush on my gym teachers, no matter who it was at, at what age. And it's funny that like, you're going to be someone's crush, like girls or guys. Isn't that weird to think about? Yeah, honestly, it is. I definitely haven't thought in that aspect. Like, like, like they're gonna be like, oh my god, Mr. Ross is like so cute. Yeah, I mean, I've only, I've only been with like preschool to like eighth grade. I haven't done anything like high school related. But I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, no, those, those yeah, those are the ages that no, they're no, gonna no, definitely is. That's it's, really. I've never seen it, but yeah, I mean, of course, yeah. I'm not gonna say it. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So for anyone out there, uh, just know that. Um, if you have a gay son or daughter, that gym's fucking sucks for them. Because also, I remember, here's the other shitty thing, too, about being a closet gay kid in gym, is then when you do good, they make it weird. So this guy in gym 
was like the high school quarterback and everything. And we, we always had gym together. And one time I gave effort in gym class just to shut everyone up because I didn't give any effort because all they ever would do is bully me. If I like really went so hard to like catch the basketball or whatever and I miss yeah. it, then I was like fucking humiliated. So one time we were playing volleyball and I killed it. And I'll never forget one of those jock guys said, really good game, Sam. Like really good. I'm like, what? Because I'm weird, you don't think I can play sports? <laughs> like, are you kidding me? Isn't that so shitty? Yeah, but I feel like now you don't really see as much of that. You anymore. don't. You don't. Which is good, but because but Twitter honestly, it depends where you like where you are, like well, yeah, certain towns. Yeah, I mean, we gr- us growing up here was very different than the kids that who are here now. Like, that was in Colorado. No, that no, was that was. Dude, here, I was in Colorado for a year. And also what's really funny is you guys know me, like I'm all like, you know, into fitness and lifting weights and stuff like that. And in Colorado, when I lived there my senior year, I took weight training class, but I failed it because I never went because I was too busy hooking up with my secret gay lover. So that was the period that he and I would skip to then like cut class and go and be secretly gay together. And so I got an F in <laughs> in weight training. Wow. Yeah, but I got an A in blowjob class. So that's all I knew. Good to know. <laughs> <laughs> so moving on. Do you want to do your segment first or do you want to do my segment first? Because you you have a book. That 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 you that you want to break into? I don't know. Go ahead. Yeah, you go ahead. So Matt has this. All right. So this is. (laughs) So growing up, like Ryan, Kevin, yeah, even Ashley, my girlfriend, like they always like throw little jabs that I have this book. So it's for everyone watching. It says (laughs) the honor roll of Little League in two thousand seven. So I'm pretty sure I was maybe fifth grade, sixth grade, something like that. Um. And for me personally, sports have always just been like a connect, which is mm-hmm. obviously why I'm, I'm now phys ed. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember after a game, these people coming up to my dad and they were like, is that your son? And he was like, yeah, it is. And they were like, can we interview him? And like, I was sitting there like, I don't even know what's going on. Yeah. Okay. So they just started asking me basic questions. Like, what's my name? Uh-huh. How tall am I? Uh-huh. So this book is like full of like, I couldn't even tell you how many kids are in this book. It's like... I would say the thousands. No, definitely thousands. So... Um, <laughs> yeah, please find you and like explain to them what each of these little bios so showcases. So the bio, if I go to the front... Uh-huh. So like the B was birth date, the S stand for siblings, like the POS stand for position. And then it got into like... Top or bottom. Your, your favorite major league team, um, your favorite TV show... <laughs> Like your favorite like artist, like singer right now. I can't. Okay, so please, so, for the people at home, please pull yours up. I'm dying. All right, so here it is. Oh, God, here so we go. So it says, Matthew Ross. It, it says where I'm from. It says my date. Uh-huh. Meanwhile, I was 5'2", and I was 82 pounds. Guys, okay, can you please give them your stats now? Yeah, now I'm like probably 6'5", 185. <laughs> um, so I'll just get into it. So... It says, like, favorite team was New York Mets. My favorite player was David Wright. And then it gets into, like, my hobbies. My favorite TV show was Sports Center, which. Oh, my I mean, God. Yeah, Douchebag. That, that was my childhood. My childhood was, like, watching reruns of Sports Center, <sighs> which now I'm just like, who, like, who were you? And then, like, when I would come over, I'd be like, can we put on Degrassi? Yeah. No, probably. <laughs> okay. So the end of it, uh-huh. it says, favorite subject, which I did spelling, which 
What? That's a subject. Know. But my favorite artist, artist who? 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 was Akon. It was, but it was. I remember Akon. this. No, and I when fucking I think remember of this. Akon, I literally think of the song "Don't Matter." Yes. No. I know you. Oh my god. Oh my god. It's all coming back to me now. Celine Dion. It's all coming back to me now. You literally, when you got your first fucking cell phone, the one thing you would always play on repeat because back then cell phones didn't have full length songs. Yeah. They only had either the chorus or whatever. You would on repeat around the neighborhood with your little, you know, Samsung. Yeah, it was probably like the Razor. Or Razor or like whatever. That. Would just on repeat have the chorus. No, 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 because it don't matter. No, that was literally you, babe. That was literally me. I still remember we would play it on repeat to the point where now if I hear it, it's like traumatized. Yes, yes. That is hilarious. So I was like, a con. Anytime we play sports now, convict. Convict. Anytime we play sports now, I'll like bring up the whole, like, oh yeah, I'm in like the Hall of Fame of Little League. Obviously, I'm like kidding, but it honestly is like a pretty cool book because like. It's literally just so many kids in that book. And it says in the beginning, like, that it's going to be, like, a library for, like, the Baseball Hall of Fame. I'm a little jealous because I've never really won an award before. So this is pretty cool to be like, yeah, look, I was this good at this sport. Um, but as I'm going through this, it's really funny that just a whole bunch of white kids. Yeah, <laughs> but it's, like, from everywhere. Like, there's kids from, like, California. I don't even know if there's kids from, honestly, like, out of the country. But Oh, Wait. I just found someone who's definitely, he grew up and was like, fuck that shit. His favorite artist is Beyonce. Girl, I see you. Yeah. Palmer, Damian Palmer, girl, shout out to you from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Like, Irreplaceable was probably his, his favorite. <laughs> Wait, this other guy's favorite uh, artist was Akon too. Yeah. I don't That's know. Honestly, so I think funny. Don't Matter was just the song of 2007. My favorite show, The Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. This is amazing. Yeah. So. Oh my god. Well, 2007. And it literally right now is just like in my room, just collecting dust. Like yeah. I swear, when I grabbed it today, I it was, was like, literally like, ew. it was literally just dust. Ew. Everywhere, so. Ew. Yeah. Well, so prior to Matt coming over, I had inspiration, and I thought, what's a fun segment? I said, duh. If I have Sam Palacero has gym horror stories. So does the rest of the audience at home. So I did the very first Shmi fan, not poll, but I guess a poll. And I went on Instagram and I said, did anyone out there have stories about gym class growing up? I got some stories for you guys. I'm not going to give any names because for privacy, in case some of these stories are, you know, embarrassing. So here are some, what I'm going to call... The High School P.E. Horror Stories Fan Edition. So the first story we have submitted, it says, I don't really have a story, but I used to have a gym teacher that clearly had a crush on me. But the only thing I remember about him was that he had an accident and lost one of his thumbs. So they took one of his big toes and attached it to his hand for a thumb. <laughs> what? I don't know. I just love how it has nothing to do with gym, but also has to do with gym. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I have another submission that says, oh, okay, no, I can't read that one. That one is bad. Okay. Because uh, I saw the word. I'm like, no, we're not talking about that. Okay, here we go. I was, I always loathed going to the gym and constantly skipped class because I was too busy getting high on the bleachers. <laughs> yeah. So many kids in high school would skip and go smoke like, behind the shed and but stuff. But literally like, so my biggest pet peeve was mm -hmm. when you're in high school mm -hmm. and you do the mile run. 
Oh yeah, people like, walk in. Now it. when we look back, we're like a mile. A mile, is nothing. You literally. But obviously, when you're in high school, you're like, oh my god, it's a the mile. The mile. And then they're like, oh my god, like I have lunch after. I don't want to be sweaty. Yes, but, yes. Like, just run the mile. Yeah, like, yeah. You're literally getting a zero. You can walk it. You can for literally all I care. yeah walk yeah, it. Yeah. But you're getting a zero, and so many kids fail uh-huh. gym. Yes, yes. Which to me is like mind blowing. Yeah. Because like. You're sitting in a desk for six to seven hours a day. And you have a chance Don't to get on. you want to just like have 45 minutes of activity? Yep. So I'm with you. But you know it's because it's like a click thing. It becomes, well, my friend's not doing it, so I'm not going to do it. Exactly. And it's it all, peer pressure. No, that's 100% what it always is. And it's always like some kids want to do it, mm-hmm. but then they're like, oh, like my friends might think I'm but whatever. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly. Like, just, just be you. Yeah. Do what you want to do. Like, this is why Matt's going to be a really good teacher. All right. So this guy says... Throughout all four years of high school, I had this her, her horrible curse following me. I would severely injure the most attractive girl in class by accident. The most epic of which happened during something that we called chicken jump during our high school rope course. Oh, God. The object of chicken jump was to dive from a platform about 20 feet from the gym floor and grab a rubber chicken hanging out 10 feet away. Do you guys do parkour in, in your high school? What is this? Yeah, I don't know about that. Um, On my turn to go, I jumped and completely missed and wound up essentially drop kicking this poor girl in the face from 20 feet up. And she literally in the moment was like, <laughs> oh no, don't worry about it. It's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Went into the locker room with her friends and probably like, sadly cry yeah oh yeah because now she has like one eye yeah <laughs> okay here's another one and he obviously felt bad but he probably went back to his friends and did a little like laugh off oh totally yeah. yeah oh my god i fucking kicked that bitch over Ugh, i'm a douchebag freshman year i moved in with a friend of mine and his parents because my mom could no longer take care of me okay that is oversharing uh first day of gym class the teacher told us that we needed uh gym shorts so the next day i borrowed my friend's gym shorts i know exactly where this is going he was a junior so you can imagine he was a lot bigger than me the tie of the shorts was broken i know exactly where this is going i'm just gonna jump to the end uh yeah here we go um while i was in basketball and i jumped to catch the ball my shorts fell um, but it wouldn't have been so bad, but the boxers I was wearing had that common hole right where your thing is. And it happened for a split second where my penis flopped out of my shorts and I didn't notice. And everyone saw my visible dick and a couple of the other kids and the teachers gave me shit. The teachers gave you shit. All right. Well, that kid's honestly stupid. Like number one, where's your jockstrap? You no, but you know, you're playing sports. So you know that like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that yeah. could happen. Yeah, number yeah. two. You know they're too big on you. Yes. And number three, like, I mean, also, why you're probably, boxers you're, you're probably, not, you're probably not thinking of the boxers in the moment, but like, come on. Like, you're, <laughs> I love how we're like, he's you Shmi fans are so silly. He's literally setting him up for, for failure. Yeah. He's setting himself up for yeah. failure. Sabota- Self-sabotage. Yeah. Do not give in to your inner saboteur. Uh, let's see. What's this one? Um, oh, my God. Okay. So here's a good one. We were playing softball, and I was a catcher, and the runner on third sprinted towards me. I turned to catch the ball to tag her out, and she kneed me at full sprint right on the side of my thigh. My whole leg went numb, and I collapsed and and had blinding pain shot through my leg. Since I didn't get up immediately, the PE coach came over and started calling me a fat pussy and calling me lazy in front of everyone while I tr- while I tried to stand no up way. and then pushed me into the dugout to sit and gave me an F for the day. Turned out I had cracked my femur. What in the hell? 
I mean, I hope that story is not true. Me, t- me too. Here's but honestly, one. in like sports like that, like being a catcher, you literally like you. The kids are allowed to literally just smack in. I'm you. a really good catcher. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> Next. Here's, here's Here's another one. I, by the way, whenever I say something like that in everyday life, Matt always just goes, oh, I bet. Like, in the most, like, uncomfortable, like, uh-huh, I bet so. Like, okay, next, next. <laughs> okay, here we go. I was really, really good at dodgeball. It's not a horror story, but I like to brag. <laughs> I hate you because you probably threw the ball in my face. <laughs> Last one. Gray sweatpants. Freshman year. Period. Yeah, I know. A lot of these are about penises. I mean, I love talking about the male penis, but it's crazy that all this happened in like gym class. Gym classes, gym class sucks. Like, it, I'm sorry, like, no offense. I don't know. You, I think you guys just we didn't have it good. I don't know. Like, I would literally, like, I still remember in high school, I would literally wake up and like knew I had gym and knew it would be like indoor soccer day, and I'm like, literally, that's what's getting me up out of bed. I'm like, holy shit. I'm like, we got like indoor yeah, soccer today. Like, there we go. And then I would regret it after because I'm dripping sweat. Of course. And I would literally be sitting in like history class. Of course. And probably like Cindy behind me is yeah, probably like, like, he's like, yeah, yeah. Your ball shit. sweat is like, like suffocating her. Yeah. Hygiene. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, my bad. Tomorrow, hygiene the tomorrow, house. Tomorrow I'll remember. Ew. Yeah. But here's the thing too. So going off of that, it makes sense why there's showers in the gyms at school. And it's dumb that there's such this... It, it's built in a way that it can't be individual stalls because you should be able to shower at school yeah. comfortably. You should be able to have a stall and it's so dumb. Well, I now remember- they have like the little curtains, but like, so they have like a self stall. Oh, they do. But it's like little curtains. Okay. But honestly, like Cause at our high school at, kids, at the time, I was there. One, kids know. don't use it because number one, like they get the- bullied for literally getting naked to clean themselves, which I think is so bogus. Not even that. Like, I mean, I wasn't even getting the aspect of that. I was getting the aspect that like when you honestly get into the locker room, like at the end of the period, mm-hmm. like I see it all the time, mm-hmm. you only have like five minutes. Well, I mean, I mean, yes, I mean, yes, but, but yeah, that's on the but, school. That's on yeah. the school to be like, okay, these kids are nasty as hell. Yeah. The teachers should not suffer with but these smelly ass kids. When I was, when I was student teaching in middle school, mm-hmm. I literally would tell the kids like, bring a stick of deodorant. Yeah. Was, like, and a change of clothes. I would literally tell them like, when I go in that locker room, like it literally smells like a sewage plant. Like, I'm not even kidding. And also, you got to think about it. That like sixth to eighth grade is like they are nasty. Time puberty. Yeah, yes, yes, an axe, a so whole bunch of axe. literally, yeah, it literally smelled like <laughs> it smelled like like a a wet dog and like axe. Oh. So it'd be to the point where like I wouldn't even go into the locker room. I would just like scream it out. And not only and then when just, they come out, yeah, the kid is dripping sweat in the same T-shirt. And I'm like, yo, you changed today? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, okay. Like, Ew, and that just makes you think of that chocolate axe. Do you remember that axe? Do you remember that though? Yeah, yes. And we like, literally why? Just why? thought it was like the best thing ever. Like, ooh, cho- my axe, my body smells like chocolate. And now when you spray it, it's like, oh yeah, immediate uh-huh. PTSD. Yeah, straight up. I well, it brings me back to gym lockers, and it makes yeah. me cry. And when you did it, it wasn't just like a no, no, no. It was like a like you're literally just showering. Yeah, yeah. I and. It's sh- it's shocking to me that they're still the brand. Like you know how our parents had things growing up and they just did not last yeah. and they went out of style and fashion, whatever. Shit like that we grew up with is still around. And I'm like, can't that die? Can that please die? Like this was literally <laughs> what your grandma got you 
every Christmas, Christmas. was literally the little axe box. Yes, it was like the yes, body wash. Yes, yes. It had like the little spray, and then it almost had like a loofah. Type and it had this a, a rough side to it. Yeah, th- that's red side, yeah. and it's like oh, it's full. and it's honestly like that side is like for like like what are you supposed to do? Scrub off your skin? Thank like, you, thank you, and also don't put that on your balls. I tried that once; it did not go over well. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely don't do that. I don't. I don't advise that. <laughs> that's so funny. Well. That's it. That's all we have for today, guys. That is a wrap on this episode of Shmi. We're at time. I hit all my points, Matt. Do you have anything else you no, want to share? I pretty much. Yeah, I pretty much hit all my points. Um, but it, PE class definitely isn't as bad now. So uh, no, guys. Honestly, I genuinely. I'm gonna, I'm gonna look at you when I say this. I genuinely mean it when I say I'm so happy that you matt stephen ross are going to be a gym teacher because i know that those kids are going to have a great experience and their parents are going to know that they can trust you for that what 45 minutes that you were with their kids and no honestly i think a lot of the reason was because when i was younger i had a lot of really good like pe teachers um yeah and yeah i mean and Mm -hmm. all of them were also my coaches so i had it like a different aspect i had it like i saw them in the school aspect but Mm -hmm. then i also saw them as like a role model aspect totally totally yeah so like Mm -hmm. the the good intertwining and Mm -hmm. stuff like that i think is really good Mm -hmm. and that's you know honestly why Mm -hmm. i want to coach and obviously teach Mm -hmm. and then just like intertwine that and stuff like that smart yeah cool well matt is there anything else you want to plug before we go that's about it Thank you for coming on Smee, finally. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. Well, uh, you guys can follow your host, Sam Pelissero, at Sam Pelissero on Instagram. And don't forget to follow the podcast at Shmee Podcast. Um, have a great week. Uh, I will see you guys next week. Bye. <laughs>